Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Your local tyre power. Save on selected Falcon passenger tyres. Buy three, get one free at tyre power. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's go. Good morning to you, 23 minutes to 7. Some big news about the Socceroos. We'll reveal that in the next 10 minutes. An announcement has just occurred. Just stick with us, Mark Bickley. You can always send us a text here in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA, 0427154166. Yeah, this one is uh, hasn't got a name on it, but it's a good one for Port Adelaide, they suggest. Would be Cakes Going the Distance. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turn We are asking for songs that define your 2023 He's going the distance He's going for speed I like that. Is this uh, a representative of Ken Hinckley? He's going the distance and it said long ago someone else left with the cup. Do you reckon that's where that's <sighs> pointed? Well, I think it's a great suggestion and... It also gives an, an opportunity yeah, to listen cake. to Cake too, which is also <laughs> really good. Uh, you go in the running to win that amazing uh, Cricket Stump Esky filled with Nippy's iced flavoured milks. Let's have a look at the spotlight. I think that your time is done. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to listen to Josh Carr. He was on SEMWA talking about the Frio trial game tonight. Of course, the team's a name. Let's have a listen to Josh. Yeah, well, we're expecting a strong team performance. So that's, that's what we're going out to do. It's, as I said earlier, it's preparing for, for round one and making sure that the performance we put out tomorrow is, is not far off what, what our best will be for round one. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's, you know, Frio's... Um, Freo's got a couple out, but um, I think the way that they play is um, exactly what we need going into round one. There you go. So um, the teams were named last night, so we get a bit of an insight into who sits where. So Travis Boak, first and foremost, mm-hmm. not playing. He's got sore ribs, so that was a rib injury that he sustained last week. Uh, Zach Butters comes back into the side. As the squad got trimmed, uh, Dante Vicentini drops out. He's an emergency. So Tickle and uh, Lysette look to be the number one and two ruckman. Uh, Jake Passini drops out also. So he's had impressive form. The two games he's played, he's been pretty solid down back, but still just behind. Tom Cleary also uh, is an emergency as well. So you can just see pretty tight for spots in the back half. Trent McKenzie is on named on the bench, I think. So a little bit of a pecking order starting to develop there in that area of the ground and also in the ruck. He also had a press conference yesterday where Scott Lysett kept calling his phone and he didn't turn his phone off. So Josh had to stop his press conference to answer the call from Scott Lysett. You know, when you would have been part of this, when you're doing press conferences and people know that it's going to disrupt you, even sometimes when I'm on the microphone, people will know that I've got my phone in my pocket. Yeah. So they'll just keep on calling mm. just pests. Who was the biggest pest you played with? Oh, geez. How do I narrow it down? Kim Costa probably okay. uh, is on the on the podium at least he he's and he's still a pest right now actually <laughs> for people that know him he turned 50 the other day we had a great uh, 
get together with him and all his mates and his family, which was which was nice. But he probably takes the mantle. Okay, um, comes to mind first and foremost. Let's have a listen to what Kari said about what the club takes out of these preseason matches. Yeah, I think the first one against West Coast, that I guess round of games. I reckon most clubs really are, are trying things, and probably more so with the number of players that they're managing. Um, you know, not playing full game time. Um, and it's probably your first opportunity to, to put a, a game plan together against an opposition team that you've been working on over summer. Um, where this week um, against Freoma and the last game is really um, you know, preparation for round one, um, playing your best team and trying to play the, the squad that will, will play um, in round one. There you go. Just, uh, I guess, an, announcing what they're trying to get out of it. Full dress rehearsal. Both teams, I don't think, played all that well last week. No, it was scrappy for Port, yeah. So I think both of those teams would like to have a nice hit out, uh, play some good footy, so they're feeling good about themselves going into round one. Uh, The other thing on the, uh, or in the spotlight, I should say, the SEN spotlight, Sam Edmonds speaking yesterday a little bit about Gil McLaughlin and... uh, uh, and a discussion around whether he may stay longer than he initially planned. I know a lot of ass journos on my side of the fence have speculated for a while that Gill could stay longer, again, beyond the last stipulated exit date, which is round five's gather round in Adelaide in mid-April. Mm. It's now widely, I'd say widely expected, anticipated, believed, if you like, among the clubs I've spoken to that Gill stays beyond that okay. and, in fact, well into the season. Okay, let's jump in there. Why? Just way too much happening. So the... Primarily, I suppose, the federal budget is huge for Tasmania, obviously, in the pursuit of that $240 million in funding. Now, that release date for that is expected to be in early May, perhaps May 9. We sorted that out today. We had exclusive (laughs) phone call. I know. Yep. You did. And then... Also, what the clubs believe is that the GM of football position vacated by Brad Scott won't be filled until after that CEO position, and perhaps, perhaps that role will again be streamlined. So in the wake of Steve Hawking's departure, the role was considered too big, as we know. It was essentially divided between Scott, Laura Kane, who came in from North Melbourne, overseen by Andrew Dillon, a shared portfolio, if you like. But it just sounds like there might be another restructure in there. Mm, there you go. So that's going to be interesting. And it does tend to make sense. There's a fair few loose ends that need to be tidied up. And um, why wouldn't you have someone with all that knowledge to... to Wrap it up in a nice, neat little package. Put a bow on it. Hand it over to the next person to start from scratch. He's left a fair legacy, hasn't he, Gil? So it's almost like he needs to leave whenever he feels comfortable doing mm. it, but not outstays welcome. But if you think navigating through broadcast deals, through COVID, leaving—if it was after gather round, which is outstanding—who knows if and when it would be back mm. in South Australia? It's a, a pretty nice. Yeah, way and to I leave. think the other thing is—is is a team in. Tasmania would be a legacy piece. If if he was able to broker a deal where there's a brand new stadium with a roof that's, uh, you know, a, a plan for the next 10 years, funded primarily by the state government in Tasmania, uh, and like I say, the AFL brokers a deal with a new stadium every Thursday or Friday night, there's probably going to be a Melbourne team playing Tasmania in that new stadium under a roof, pristine conditions, uh, giving that new franchise a bit of a leg up in terms of sponsorship getting the some of the big marquee games and having lots of eyeballs from melbourne sort of watching those marquee games i think that's um that's what he'd be hoping for to put it on a firm footing so that um, tassie could have some success and that won't happen initially but let's say 10 years down the track gil could look on and and say you know what i had a fair um role in creating something that's gone on to be successful. We are here thanks to Tyre Power. Selected Falcon Tyres at 25% off. You can send us a text 0427 154 166. I should say, albeit 
dragged kicking and screaming to it. <laughs> Correct. Been a, lot, a lot of lobbying, intense lobbying from a number of people, and they've been able to finally uh, get Gil to the table, and and he's done what he's done. So it's not like it's been his baby, and he's driven it the whole way. Mm. But he's certainly going to looks like he's going to make it happen. Annie has sent us a text. It's a Treaders Ollie kind of day. 16 more sleeps to go. Costa says if Port lose today, Ken Hinckley's in trouble. Now, Mark, <laughs> we're going to go to a sports update in a moment. Here's my question for you. Just yes. a little bit of a teaser. <clears throat> Bode, Symes, Frampton. Mm-hmm. What do these players have in common? Played for both Adelaide and Port. There's been another defector which could make waves across South Australia mm-hmm. and it's part of the AFLW competition. We're going to tell you who that is and also update you on the rest of the world of sport next on SENSA.